This is Matthew Cratter from Bitcoin University. And today I wanted to talk about Bitcoin's huge bull run, which I think is coming in 2024. There are a number of catalysts for this massive Bitcoin bull run that I expect to see. The first one, it's a big election year in the US and elsewhere. Politicians everywhere will spend a lot and central bankers will cut rates to juice the economy going into these elections. Election years are actually never years of bill tightening or austerity. And the rates market is already pricing in some huge Fed rate cuts, as we're going to see in a minute. And I don't believe that these rate cuts have been fully priced into assets like stocks or Bitcoin yet. The current Fed funds rate is between 525, 5.25 and 5.50, 550 basis points. And if we look at what the Fed futures market is expecting for the end, where this rate is going to be by the end of 2024, December 18th, 2024, we can see that the market is projecting some serious rate cuts, three or four 50 basis point rate cuts that would bring Fed funds down to 350 to 375 or 375 to 400, some bets even as low as 325. So this is definitely heading into the phase of the loosening cycle. More catalysts for a massive Bitcoin bull run in 2024. Of course, the Bitcoin halving is coming in 2024 when the block subsidy, the minor block subsidy will drop from 6.25 Bitcoin to 3.125 Bitcoin. And that will actually give Bitcoin an annual inflation rate. In other words, supply increase rate less than that of physical gold. People always argue that the halving is priced in. I remember this well from 2020, but it never really is. Unlike every other commodity, higher Bitcoin prices do not bring about a supply increase, and this is important to understand. So for example, when corn prices spike, everyone plants corn on every inch of their property and farms, thus producing a mega harvest that year and driving prices back down. But higher prices do not change Bitcoin's emission schedule or maximum total supply. Unlike corn, you can't just go out and plant some more Bitcoin plants just because the price has spiked. After the having the amount of new Bitcoin mined daily, regardless of price, regardless of Bitcoin's price, will drop from 900 new Bitcoin issued every day to 450 Bitcoin issued every day. This is what the halving is. And most serious hodlers simply won't be selling any Bitcoin at a price less than a million dollars per Bitcoin. So there's a real supply shock coming. We hodlers are ruthless. We keep draining the supply away from the market and locking it up in cold storage. That's what you and I have been doing for the past two years since the bull market, I'm sorry, since the bear market started. And now with the halving, there's going to be even less new Bitcoin mined every day for hodlers to take down and for institutions to take down as well. If you want to get an idea of the approximate timing of the halving, it of course depends on what block times are. So block times come in on average every 10 minutes, but they can vary. There is some variance. And so if you are projecting a block time of nine minutes on average, the halving will come fairly early April 11th. If it's block time is close to 11 minutes, the halving will be on May 3rd. 10 minute block times on average will get us to April 22nd. So I would say sometime middle of April to end of April is when we would expect to see the halving next year. So more catalysts for a massive Bitcoin bull run in 2024. Of course, the spot Bitcoin ETFs from BlackRock and others. And I think people always underestimate the power of institutional mandates, restrictions, and legitimacy when it comes to institutional investors. Pensions, hedge funds, other institutional players have very strict mandates that restrict what assets they can hold. Many of them are still not allowed to buy a digital commodity like Bitcoin directly or are restricted from using certain types of custodians, either explicitly or through company 
culture. But all of them can hold an ETF like IBTC, which is the expected ticker for BlackRock spot ETF. All of them could hold an ETF that trades on a regulated US stock exchange like the NASDAQ. This is very similar to the gold ETF, where a lot of institutions were not allowed to actually own physical gold. And there are problems, of course, always with storing gold, but all of them could could own GLD. And this was one reason that gold had such a big run after 2005, approximately when that ETF was approved. And I think we're going to see something very similar, but much bigger with the BlackRock and other spot Bitcoin ETFs. BlackRock entering the space completely legitimizes Bitcoin for traditional finance players, while also destroying the ESG, FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt that surrounds Bitcoin, since BlackRock has been one of the main proponents of ESG. So you can't exactly argue at this point that Bitcoin is anti-ESG if you have its biggest proponent putting out an ETF. BlackRock's authority gives your financial advisor cover as well for recommending an allocation to Bitcoin, as well as that instrument to carry out that allocation, which is, of course, the ETF. So the next time your drunken uncle at Thanksgiving, who has his pension managed by BlackRock, tells you that Bitcoin is a quote-unquote scam, you can ask him why his pension provider, BlackRock, is promoting this particular scam, and he probably, like always, will have nothing to say. Institutional investors, financial advisors are all sheep when it comes down to it. They'll be buying and encouraging their clients to buy Bitcoin or the Bitcoin ETFs after, after discouraging their clients from buying Bitcoin for the first 15 years of its existence. But now they will be getting on board. And as Bitcoin's price appreciates, this will become a self-feeding fire that draws in speculators and pumps Bitcoin's price much higher than you might think it could go. We didn't get a blow off top in the last cycle, but we did in 2017. So I think we skipped a cycle here. I think this time we will see a blow off top where the price accelerates markedly near the end of the move before crashing back down. So we could see Bitcoin's price do a face melting pump at the end of this bull market move, probably sometime in 2025, mid to late 2025, if the cycle repeats. Of course, it doesn't have to repeat. But if it does repeat, we'll get a face melting rally and then Bitcoin will crash down again. Maybe it'll crash down to $80,000 from $400,000. Everyone will tell you that Bitcoin is dead again and we'll have to go through this whole cycle again. Or history may not repeat. We may melt up to $500,000 and beyond and never look back. So either way, that is why we hodl. It would actually be quite tragic to have held on to Bitcoin this long and then sell at what we think is a local top only to see Bitcoin never come back down again and go on to trade in the million. So don't try to trade Bitcoin. Try to dollar cost average into it and focus on holding it securely and focus on mining more fiat, earning fiat, or mining Bitcoin or purchasing Bitcoin to get more Bitcoin. This is the real game, not trying to time the market. Markets are usually micro-efficient, but not macro-efficient in my experience. I'm talking about the market efficiency hypothesis here. For example, the gold ETF was not priced in. The great financial crisis and the housing bubble collapse was not priced in. The Bitcoin 2016 halving was not priced in. The 2020 halving was not priced in. And I would maintain here that the 2024 halving is also not priced in. The spot Bitcoin ETFs are not priced in either. If markets were truly smart and efficient and forward-looking, Bitcoin would already be at a million dollars per coin. So nothing is priced in yet. We're only at $40,000 or wherever we are. On top of all of these positive catalysts, 
Bitcoin sentiment today is surprisingly cautious and conservative. People are still licking their wounds from the bear market. People like me who were calling for $200,000 Bitcoin in the last bull run have been chastened and may be less willing to stick our necks out this time, though I am sort of sticking my neck out again foolishly and talking about prices like 400,000, 500,000. Again, these are not price targets. I won't be selling at those prices. I'll continue to hodl, but I think we could get definitely into that realm. And there's a chance we go to a million dollars per Bitcoin in 2024 or 2025. It's actually not that far away. And combined with all these positive catalysts, sentiment is markedly less bullish now than it was in 2020. I think American HODL in this tweet captures the sentiment piece perfectly. This is a friend talking to him supposedly, quote, dude, what are you thinking when you say Bitcoin can go to a million this cycle? Don't you know you were just wrong? You said 500K last cycle. Why should anyone take you seriously? What makes you think it's going to a million? What indicators are you seeing? This is, of course, the sentiment piece that HODL is pointing to here. So lots of huge positive catalysts plus neutral bearish sentiment are the recipe for an absolutely face-melting rally for Bitcoin in 2024. Either way, 2024 is going to be another amazing year for Bitcoin and Bitcoiners. The best is yet to come. Dump your ship coins, dump your fiat, and join the winning team while you still can. Bitcoin will always be here, of course, but if you're holding ship coins or fiat, you might not be here. The time is coming when people won't ask how much a Bitcoin costs, but instead they'll ask how can they get their hands on a few sats at any price. And as I've said before in this channel, how do you price a cup of water in a remote desert? This is exactly what Bitcoin is in a world of CBDCs. It's a glass of freedom water when everyone else is drinking CBDC central bank sewage. So how do you price a cup of water in a remote desert? How do you price it in CBDs or fiat? You don't because it's priceless. Its price is too high to even talk about. So I wanna wish all of you a happy new year. I'm gonna thank each and every one of you for supporting the channel in 2023. I think 2024, as I said, is gonna be a really, really crazy year. So I'd ask you enjoy the long weekend with family and friends and take some time off and I'll see you in January on January 2nd, I hope, with a new video. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to hit that subscribe and like buttons. Hit the notification bell if you wanna be notified when I publish my next video. And let me know your questions and comments in the comment section below. Thanks a lot for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.